1: guys, welcome back to Construct Your Life. This is Austin Linney, and I have the honor, we don't even need to introduce the man, because the, the the worker behind the actual one making it happen, uh, the Riggs. How are y'all doing, guys? Kayla and Hayden, how's everybody doing today?
2: We're doing good, man. How are you doing?
1: Doing good, doing good. So guys, it's an honor to have uh, this couple on the podcast. We have really a real estate powerhouse team, but that's not how it always was. Uh, you know, Kayla's new to getting her license, but crushing it. And then Hayden runs a big office, uh, of agents for Keller Williams. But why don't we start back to, um, let's start back to the restaurant business before you had kids. Let's start from there. And, and I would imagine life's a little different than back when we were grinding out 80 hour, (laughs) 80 hour weeks. Yeah, it's a (laughs) lot different.
2: Um, so I guess I'd always been in restaurant industry. I was in it for 12 years. I started weight tables when I was 18 um, and kind of moved my way up into management and things of that nature. Um, I was managing at a place in um, – well, actually, I was living in California, and I transferred restaurants back to East Texas, and I wasn't making the money that I was making in California. And by that time, I had some wine knowledge and stuff, and so I actually got a job at a winery here in East Texas – and um, I was working one day and this super hot girl walked in and I realized that she worked there and that's how we met. And uh, so I kind of jumped restaurants. I mean, if you're in the restaurant industry, you know how it is. You kind of bounce around. Um, and it brought me to Austin. Kayla was working for a music management company there in Austin. Um, she had got an internship and was waiting tables as well. And then that turned into her career for nine years,
1: eight
2: years. Eight years and, um, I managed some restaurants in Austin. Um, and then my restaurant closed abruptly and I'd always want to get into real estate and I got my license and the rest is kind of history, <laughs> a long history.
1: And how long have you had your license? Girl? Um,
2: I've had my license almost going on five years now.
1: And Kayla? how long have you had it'll
3: be two years in april
1: two years in april all mm-hmm. right and and you have two kids correct yes yeah, seven yeah and, and seven and two yeah mm-hmm. okay and those don't take any time at all uh but uh no <laughs> but but what i want to focus on is something that was hard for me and i know it's hard for so many people hayden taking that leap out of the comfort zone of the restaurant business it took me a long time uh it's such a scary shift because you know the money is just like you can make it like that and so you know talk about that comfort zone making that shift um so i
2: and i love that you bring that up because the comfort zone is a real thing right you hear so much that like what like greatness is on the other side of fear right and fear can be in like so many different so many different ways and for us i had i mean there was like two years there that i had people would tell me hey have you ever thought about getting real estate you know you should probably really get in real estate and i would talk to people and you hear all the limiting beliefs that everybody has and they even people that aren't in the industry that project what they think on it because they know somebody that's a realtor they know somebody and they they see the struggle of how hard it is and so they're like Oh, that's so hard to break into, and yada yada yada. And so, um, I mean, when I when my restaurant closed on in Austin, that the last one that I worked at, well, the last one that I managed, um, we had bought a house in like Austin suburbia of Kyle. Um, so we had a mortgage, we had two car payments, we had a two year old. Um, Kayla was, I mean, Kayla's oh, salary gosh. was not was not high. I was honestly, I was making close to fifty five thousand dollars a year, which was great was, was great for uh, a general manager position in a restaurant. I mean, that's, that's kind of, it was kind of a unicorn position. Right. Um, but I never would jump because I was so scared of, well, we have to pay the bills. Like I can't, I can't do that. I don't know. And just like listening to people's limiting beliefs around it. Um, and I would honestly think, you know, God, it gives you pushes when you need it. And then like unanswered prayers and, I don't think if I hadn't have lost my job that I wouldn't have ever just like dove in like I did. So everything happened perfectly. I've, I was there, we we had a big new year's Eve party at LV and um, the next day Kayla and I went up there and we had Bryson with us, right? Bryson's too. He's on Kayla's hip. I'm walking in. We're going to clean the restaurant. That's what you do as a manager. And we get there and they're, they're changing the locks on the doors. And so, um, i you know, the person that I was working with, we had worked for probably like six years together. Um, We had managed two restaurants together and, you know, she had had to sign an NDA that couldn't really talk about it. And I, I had no earthly idea. And so um, once that happened, I remember the first thing I did was I looked over at Kayla and I was like, I can get my real estate license. Instant. Like I didn't, (laughs) like it wasn't, and it's funny because it sounds so cheesy, but like in that moment, I didn't think about anything else, but like, oh, wow, like this means that I have unlimited amounts of time because I'm unemployed I don't
3: know, the severance
2: <laughs> to get. Yeah. And so like I had two months severance, um, even though like I'm a person I can't sit still. And I thought that I would be able to. And I was like, you know, I've worked so hard for so long and just so many hours. I'm just going to take a week off and just enjoy myself at home and I almost went crazy. And so I went and got a job waiting tables. Um, a lot of, I mean, the, the service industry in Austin is absolutely amazing. All the owners and managers, and they had heard that the restaurant had closed down. And so they had offered me management positions, which was extremely hard for me not to take um, while I was getting my license. But I knew that that wasn't the path that I wanted to go down anymore. And so after i had made that mindset shift, it was really the catalyst that kind of set up the rest of our life, honestly, because now like there's no fear. Like I've like, I mean, it just, that just doesn't really happen. I mean, Kayla lost her job last November. And I, I told her she'd been with the company almost nine years. And I, I told her I was there when it happened. And to be honest with you, I've been praying that it would happen. Cause she was sick and tired of it. <laughs> and so I, you know, I've been like, you know, I want this to happen, whatever, whatever. But and I
3: was scared. Exa- no, exactly. Had to pay bills.
2: Which is understandable. Like I know where she was at, mindset wise because I had been there before and yet me losing my job was the best thing that ever happened to us it completely changed our lives it changed our kids lives our parents lives like we we're able to financially do things now that we were never capable of doing before and in turn our whole mindset has shifted and so um Kayla I was at the house when Kayla got the call and I knew kind of heard what was going on and I was in the kitchen like yes, yes. <laughs> like thank you <laughs> and so uh she, I mean, she was down. Like I know what that feels like. And I told her, I said, you know, you you get to be down, but not forever.
1: Mm-hmm. And you actually you get two days. So it get almost it together. Gave, the, these two opportunities almost gave you the permission to live the life that you were needed to live.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, absolutely, man. And like now, like you say, like on literally what's on the other side of fear is like greatness, like whatever you want.
1: Yeah. And I haven't shared this story with you, but I want to share it because it matters to this context. So when I got laid off, no, no, no. When I started the Airbnb company and we decided to part ways and I lost a bunch of money, I didn't have a job. I didn't have anything going on. And the restaurant that I had left as a manager, it was our two year anniversary. And I had left the company that I started like for a couple of days. And I was like, you know what? It'd be great to see everybody. I go down and say hello to everybody. It's, I'm like five minutes away. So I park the car. I get out of the car. I walk up to the building. My hand reaches to touch the door. I grab the door. I look inside. And something, like some voice over here said, that's not your life anymore. Go the other way. And I literally like unleashed the door, got it back in the car. An hour later, I got a call to work in private equity. Like oh, it was like, ah. it was like, it was like this hand that said, no, 20 years, you've done it back up. And it was like, it was a life defining moment for me. Cause I could still be waiting tables or bartending right now.
2: It's the, it's the universe. Like it, it if you listen to it and pay attention and follow that, like, like the world is your oyster, dude, you can get whatever you want.
1: And we're going to unpack a lot of stuff, but I want to, I want to talk to Kayla about you know, you've seen him do the real estate stuff and you had, had it ever crossed your mind to think about doing it or did you not? Oh,
3: yeah. Him and yeah. Brittany, they asked me almost monthly, Um, you should get your license. Come be our assistant. Come be our assistant. Like they harassed me about it. And I was like, oh, no, I could never do real estate. I'm not a salesperson. Mm-hmm. Literally, what I told them every time. And honestly, the, the job that I had in Austin was something that was a dream of mine ever since I was... I guess in middle school. And so I felt like I was living my dream. And if I gave that up, like I didn't know what I would do with my life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I lost my job, it was pretty rough, but I have been beaten down a little bit. So I just, I was there like rock bottom emotionally.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And so whenever, whenever I got the chance, I mean, I had my license at this point when I got laid off, um, but I had only sold four houses. I was doing it part-time just, mm-hmm. For extra income, we were paying off credit card debt. I had like an exit strategy in mind. Like I, There were things I wanted to do with the extra income from real estate before I stepped out of the other position.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but life had other plans. <laughs> um, and that, that's that been really good for us, though.
1: And how many homes have you sold since you lost your job and went all in today? 25? Yeah, yeah
3: 25. That, that, that first so from april to november of last year was when i was doing it part-time i only sold four and then i really i kind of took november december as like me time
0: Mm -hmm.
3: and starting to ramp things up and figure out what i was doing with my life and then in january i took gold at killer williams and finally i was starting to get some momentum and then COVID hit (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i think this is like my first full year. I consider January to now.
2: Hers. She like, when you, when you look at like our report, she had done I think mean, she did two in February, two in March, and then she didn't have another sell until July. And so from July to now she's done like 21 units and she'll close, she'll close out the year at about 6 million. In no production.
3: And I've doubled the salary that I had for eight years.
2: She made, uh-huh. yeah, she made, <laughs> she made almost as much, uh, last month as her salary was like
1: she was about $10,000 off from her salary it's
3: been and income changing. last month. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. But to back it up and, but I, but I want to touch on something cause it's super important, especially with what we have going on right now. A lot of people working remote and changing up the way that work environments are done in big cities. One of the reasons that maybe, um, the blow of losing her job, maybe not yours. Cause you were still living in Austin uh, was because y'all made the extremely difficult decision um, to move back to your to your hometown to 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 bills. Maybe that weren't as great as Austin, you know. And and the 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 rate the, and you were doing great in Austin as a realtor. So I'm sure, and you owned a home there. Um, and we all know, you know, Austin is like a siren. You know, it, it keeps everybody there and and keeps them in the same place. What ultimately made the decision for y'all to pick up and move to Northeast Texas? Uh, which is a smaller town, it's not the glitz and the glam, you know, of
3: uh... Uh, we were surprised with the pregnancy. <laughs>
1: yeah, okay. Second. Yeah. Uh she, Whoops.
2: she <laughs> came, um, uh, she's a trip, man. She's she came on unexpectedly and I think in that in that moment we just kind of, you know, we missed our family. It made us really think about what was important. important in our lives. And so, I mean, I was, we were doing great in Austin. Like real estate is great. I was doing great. I was runner up. Brittany and I were both runner up rookie of the year um, for our first year at KW uh, Southwest Market Center. You guys, there's 900 agents in that office, right? Um, It's it's a big office. And so, um, I mean, we were doing great. Brittany and I had a great team going um, and it, it was really difficult and Kayla had her job. And like she said, like, that's what she wanted to do since she was little. Um, and that's very difficult to come in between, but it was a decision that we both made together.
3: Well, and then my, my favorite band of all time, they were my clients and friends and they had just left. So okay. it was kind of a, everything happened at once and just dominant effect.
1: Yeah, we,
2: we had like, we had decided to move. We told Brittany, we didn't tell many people. We told our family, um, the house that we were in sold like super quick. When we moved here, I had a buddy, the house that my one of my best friends grew up in, his dad was like, Y'all can stay here. You don't have to pay me rent, just pay utilities. And so we moved in there rent free. I was still closing stuff in Austin. Plus I started um working as the team leader here for the uh for the Tyler office. And it was just like we paid off both cars like within a month. <laughs> like it was just a big blessing. And and on top of that, like now our kids get to be around the grandparents and the cousins and Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been, it's just been a real like eye opener as far as like, what's really important yeah. in life.
3: We figured out what our priorities, I mean, they were our priorities before our family and our kids, but I think, I don't think we were living that way.
1: Yeah. I agree. And I mean, let's just call it what it is. You know, my, my new philosophy is there's a plane, you can travel anywhere. So my new philosophy is, is like, you can cut your bills probably in three fourths, I would imagine you know, the dollar over there, just in everything investment wise and all that stuff goes so much farther that, you know, 120K over there feels like you're making probably two, you know, 200 in Austin.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. The cost of living is, is, and like we, we were putting Bryson, like we pay for childcare, like we put him in the best daycare that you can afford in Austin. And it was crazy expensive. And here are private schools after that. Um, yeah and you know now i mean even our income now that we've settled into this place is more i mean it's like probably doubled what it was in austin honestly Mm -hmm. each
1: yeah so because more i think i think important wise there is something to be said to have that pressure up against you right like the pressure of always needing like what i call it like i don't know how familiar you are with wholesaling but a lot of wholesalers have a have a great gross margin but they've also spent a ton of money marketing, right? So you got to feed the beast. And that's what I feel like Austin is sometimes you can't really have a down month. So you got to keep it rolling and, and that pressure can be too much sometimes.
2: Yeah. yeah. And keeping there up with up. the Joneses, right? Cause you're, I mean, in Austin, it's a completely different atmosphere, especially with some of the agents. I mean, there's 16,000 agents in Austin. It's a, it's a lot. and it could possibly be more. I mean, we've been gone for, you know, over yeah. two
1: years. I just tomorrow,
3: which is nice. But yeah, and
1: yeah, and I mean, yeah. and and by you and by you doing what you're doing and selling, you know, 20 plus houses now, and you feeling comfortable. And then if you you that was your life before, like, what does a day to day life look like? Because you're not, I mean, you're not slowing down. You know, you still have two kids, but but I would imagine that I would imagine that working together probably helps out the the marriage and and having. Um, you know, real estate be the topic of conversation. About this. what's that?
3: About that. About I mean, that. We so Hayden's mainly in the office, mm-hmm. and then I'm running around like a crazy person.
2: Which is it was just funny because <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of people think because I'm over the office and that I have the experience that I do that I've helped her out a lot. And
3: no, I and, didn't do what he said. Before.
2: I mean, so it was, I projected on her a lot of what works for me in real estate at first. And, mm-hmm. it, and honestly, like her becoming an agent, especially in my office and now being one of the, you know, in the top 20% of the Tyler office in such a short amount of time has made me a better leader because I see that I can't, what works for me doesn't necessarily work for her, right? Mm-hmm. We're are We're complete opposites. And so I would like project on her like, Hey, I'm gonna order you, I'm gonna order you a thousand dollars worth of these beautiful, like branded signs for open houses. And you can do an open house Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Cause that's that's how I sold 10 million my first year in Austin. You know what I mean? Like I got on like boots on the ground, that's that's what works for me. And so I try to project that on her, and she would come home from the open houses bawling. Just like bawling, like I hate this, I hate real estate. It. And not, so um everybody thinks that. <laughs> Everybody thinks that like being married to the team leader was like a leg up. But honestly, like everything that she's done, she has stepped up. She's changed her mindset and she's just the boss with it. And she's she I her main source of, of lead generation is agent to agent referrals. And she just I mean, she just crushes it. I, I've never seen anything like it.
1: And, and what is that? I mean, what did you have to do, Kayla, to get them off your back? I mean, just say, like, let me do be me.
3: I don't really remember. I think the agent to agent referrals just started coming in and he started backing off.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think, And I
3: told him, no, I'm not, I'm not doing open houses. I just think for me, the way that I work, I wasn't effectively using that time. And -hmm. so there was no point. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, it's free lead generation, but I don't, I, for whatever reason, it just wasn't working for me. I don't have... I'm sure it's a limiting belief, but I don't feel like I have that mentality or that personality to like. One of the,
1: one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life was a guy said, why would I spend time working on my weaknesses? I'm just strengthening weaknesses. Yes. Like he he said, you know, you are what you are. And when you find out, I think the ultimate secret weapon in life is self-awareness. I really do. Because you, you don't know what you don't know, right? But when you try to be like, that's the biggest problem, right? That I see. And I don't like, look, Keller Williams is a great company. This is not what I'm, I'm not bashing Keller Williams, but an overall yeah. agent, but I'm just using, I, I'll use compass. I don't care. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> is, 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 what I'm saying is they have coaching, right? In, and they have coaches for the agents, Yeah. but that that coach wants to make money too. That doesn't work. Like, yeah. so you have to, you have to drill in on what this person does better than everybody else. Right. Cause everybody has a gift. Dude, there's a girl down here who used to be in horse racing and she's 23 and she's going to close like 40 deals this year of like horse properties. And she's just like, I don't even do anything. They remember me from barrel racing days and they found me on Facebook and like, what am I going to tell her? Stop selling horse properties. Like, you know, I mean, no, like just do what <laughs> you do and like. You know, as my old boss would say, like you, you find the bullseye and you hit it so hard. You knock the, you knock the bullseye off the wall. Like you just keep doing what you do. Yeah, right. I,
3: didn't, I think when I started, I was trying to do too many things at once. Okay. and you, you need to hone in on like three things and just go after it. Mm-hmm. So I do social media sphere and the referrals. And, and it works. Those are free.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. And I would imagine and I and I can say this comfortably in the room because women are better than men. Um, I would imagine that overall, Hayden is 100% suited in what he's doing, right? Meaning a team leader, keeping everybody energized, seeing the big picture. But you, as an agent, probably are a better agent overall than him because he's found what he loves. It's not. I'm not talking bad about you. Wouldn't you agree? Hayden he
3: tells me that all the time.
2: Oh, yeah. dude, she's gonna she's gonna surpass me, like just next year alone, like her projecteds and everything, like she's, she's amazing. Her attention to detail is 10 times mine. I mean, you know how it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I can talk all day and I'm, I'm loud and do my thing and I can energize people. But like when it comes to I mean, her clients love her, she's amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: And mm-hmm. what has the financial freedom, right? And, and I guess job freedom, even though you are busy, what has that done for the family overall? opposed to what you were doing beforehand.
3: Would you like to take this? One? I've got a list.
0: Uh, <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um
3: we are we had almost fifty thousand dollars in debt, credit card debt. We're almost through that in a year. Okay. We've been talking about this debt for four years.
2: Yeah, okay. it, it encompasses your, like, it's man. been a
3: sore point. <laughs> Um, I mean
2: that, and that goes back to living with the Joneses, right? You try to keep up a lifestyle that you can't afford, especially in a large city. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty of it, right? I mean, I love to spend money. Yeah, so we
3: we are almost through our debt. We finally took our honeymoon almost six years after the fact. That's been great. I don't. I just think like our mentality overall.
2: Um, Just like the, there's no ceiling, right? Like Kayla's always been, we love new construction. I sold a ton of new construction in Austin. Um, Kayla's getting her LLC together currently to start doing spec homes and um, start building new builds. And um, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of different things that we're, we're dabbling into.
3: Now
1: Um, that we can. Now that we
2: can. Yeah. And, And, um, you know, and and, you know,
1: they, they say a lot of agents aren't good investors, you know obviously like yeah we've got this salary and that's great but but i see y'all fighting and and and, he- and headed towards maybe long-term like bigger shots of profit right i mean is that the long-term mentality
3: yeah
2: yeah tra- i mean transactionally like real estate is a great um it's a great like gateway drug to true wealth Uh, because there's no limit of how much money she can make, right? Mm -hmm. And now that she sees herself, she's becoming this person that she never thought that she could be. And now the ceiling just rises. Well, all that extra income, like we're we're hyper aware because we work with investors. We work with people that, you know, have true wealth and, and we have the opportunity to see things before they even hit the market, right? Um, like she's about to take a listing and I was looking at it and I was like, you know, let's run the numbers on this and see if it's a good investment property for us because it's $100,000, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, and it's it's right here close to us. And so um, it's just a good starting off point. Like we finally feel like we're to a point now in our income that we can do the other things that are gonna make us long term well.
1: You heard of it's nice to go be, ahead it's
3: not nice finally be like realistically talking about all the things that we've wanted to do yeah mm-hmm. like retirement investment properties things like that so that we can set up our our kids and our sure and our parents our whole family with some kind of a Pushing as we all get older, we just
2: want everybody taken care of yeah. <laughs> yep. you know I don't want anybody worrying about anything because and of money like that's an awful yeah. place to
1: have be. you have you all heard of infinite banking? No okay, yeah. so buckle in so um it's a way to be your own bank and invest money tax free oh. so so rich rich people have been doing this ever, forever, and they're not telling nobody all right so uh <laughs> So hear hear me out. You take a life insurance policy. I already have the guy in California. You overinflate it so you pay in a number per month, right? After a seasoning period of 2 years and a certain dollar amount, you can then loan the money to yourself to buy real estate tax free. Like wow. a check. Okay. And more importantly, there's no payback period on the loan. And you only take the loan out at one or two percent, so you could even take the money and loan the money to other investors at ten and twelve percent, and be making money on your money. And then you put it back into the account, and then you pull it back out again. And here's even better: when your kids are five and six and seven, you can put a life insurance policy on them too, and you and have multiple ones. Wow! It's a tax-free <laughs> shelter.
2: Uh, this I, is I,
1: I, I'll put you. I'll put you in contact with a guy. What I'm saying these are the long these are the long term wealth strategies that that are available to somebody who's producing income and then jumping it into vehicles that continue to produce more income. I think you know one of the one of the greatest books I, and it's meaty it's meaty and it's 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 a lot. But uh, profit first is the book and uh, it's I mean it's a game changer because basically his context is you know. I know this is Hayden's deal. You know, when you have a a brand new tube of toothpaste and you're just like squeezing it everywhere and you're like, oh, I got toothpaste for you. I got toothpaste for you. Like, whatever. And then it gets down to the end and you're like pushing it on the table and you're like, I'm going to get the last little bit out. Well, he says that should be your bank. That should be your bank account for business. If you took money out of your business and you put it somewhere else then you wouldn't know you didn't have it. And so you would operate the business more efficiently than be a bloated, a bank account. And it's something to think about because, you know, there's, as much as we're concerned about real estate, there's obviously avenues outside of that, that can invest the money two or three times, you know, to, to create tax shelters and and stuff. I mean, that's really why you invest in real estate is to, to, to get the tax benefits. So, you know, these are the things that I see y'all doing over the next couple of years that are really gonna, you know, be beneficial. And if, if it was me, you know, like when I, do have kids or what I want to like hand the damn kid rich dad port out at like two years old. Yeah. Right. And, like start reading it now. Yeah. Like learn it, you know? Cause I think I know for me, and, and maybe Hayden can speak on this. There's such a, I don't know if herd mentality is the right word, but there's such a cash heavy mindset with waiting tables and bartending that sucks you up in this wheel and you think it's good money, but you don't realize how much you're like breaking down your body. You don't realize how much you're breaking down your mindset, right?
2: Oh dude, I couldn't like, it's funny. <laughs> Cause I did, I guess I was like, I got my license when I was 29. And so like, I waited tables at this place that's on like downtown Sixth street. And so South by comes in Austin every year around like March. And so like, I just started And I think I was there maybe three months and then South by hit that was the, like, I would come home at night, like barely able to walk. Like I was like, this is, this is awful. Like I am not, no way doing this. Like that was my goal was like, I'm quitting before South by hits next year. Like Uh I have to sell enough real estate and I quit a week before South by hit because I couldn't, (laughs) I couldn't do it, man. My body was shot. Like you drink too much. You just stay up late. It's just a lot.
1: and And you're, but, but you're, but you're in a false narrative that 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 it's okay, right? But what you can do, and what I think, what breaks my heart out really bad, is I know how much money I made in my twenties, right? And dude, I'm not kidding you because I coached them. Dude, I'm meeting like 18 year olds and 19 year olds that have like 186 units, and they make like 250k a year, yeah. and I'm like, yeah.
3: we like, missed the boat.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wish I would have. The only thing, if I could change
2: anything, I would have gotten into real estate an earlier. Age. Sooner,
1: right? Like, yeah. dude, I met a girl the other day. She's on my buddy's team. She just graduated high school. She sold her first new construction house. Like, the day after she graduated high school, I'm like, yes, I love it. I'm like, I, that is, like, the best ever, you know, because she's so far ahead than I was. I don't even think I got into, like, 36 or, like, you know, ah, Twenty twenty nine. See if they come back. But all we're saying guys is you have to start ASAP, meaning you have to start as soon as possible to create the wealth that you're missing out from, because, you know, you can't, uh, you can't make it up later on in life. You can catch up, but you can't, you can't make it up in life because you're gonna, you know, you're gonna regret it. Because you can start with infinite banking at nineteen.
3: Hey,
1: we lost you. You're good. You can start at infinite banking at nineteen, or and you could start buying your first property. One property a year for ten years could retire you, right? Oh my yeah. god, absolutely. And, and what's crazy <laughs> to me, and I would imagine y'all don't have a lot of it, right? and and Tyler but but I did something for one of my young clients the other day right is that I said how much do you make a year and he said I work as a call center I make 24 grand like and I was like okay great I was like that's like three wholesales and you could have your whole year back and he was like man he's like when you put it on paper (laughs) He's like, yeah. he's like, he's like, but that's what we don't do. Right. We don't map out what we want. Like, like what I would tell Kayla is like, yeah, you had a great year. Right. But my question to you is, how do you sell 40 next year? Right. How do you sell 40? Or you say I'm comfortable selling the exact same I did, but we're going to invest in five assets. That's that's what I want. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the shift because I think what people notice over time, right is that, is that it's fun and we can make money as an agent, but ultimately you're still trading time for money. Yeah.
3: I want my money to make money. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And, and how are you as an agent? I mean, besides getting in business with uh, investors and learning what they're doing, how are you, how are you teaching yourself that, 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 that avenue? And,
2: like definitely meeting with other people that have done it prior. Right. Like I love conversations with you. I usually always get hyped when I'm talking to you.
3: Same. <laughs> um,
2: and then like, you know, right. Reading, reading. I was part of bigger pockets. I've, I need to be, I need now the office takes so much of my time because you've got to think like I took over this office two and a half years ago. There were 80 agents when I got here and we're right at 200. Um, so like I've opened a business center, I've recruited a whole brokerage uh, in another city. There's like twenty-three people at that brokerage. I'm working on another business center in another city that's close by Tyler. Um, so definitely it's funny because like you did our team meeting this morning or whatever, and Kayla and I we went to lunch and I was saying I've got to I've got to make time to get back on educating myself as far as like reading more and stuff, because when I first got into the industry, I had all this free time. And I was just soaking up everything that I could, whether it be podcasts or reading books or whatever. And so um, I definitely intend to do that more and build Kayla's team up to where Kayla can step out of the team and still be making income off her agents that she has under her, right?
1: And I think, and I, don't, and I only say this because I know y'all so intimately, like I love the avenue and I love that she's crushing it. But what I would like to see... And I know it's very hard, but what I would like to see is a little more, a little more balance in creating that second avenue, meaning the investment knowledge base uh, that can really get y'all to, I don't know, spend a month in Costa Rica with your kids. And you know what I'm saying? Like that, like,
3: I want that too, Austin, trust me. Yeah. This, this this transactional type business is not something I want to do.
1: But it's, what's awesome is to see it so early, right? Because a lot of people get blinded by the, by the dollars, but you're already seeing like, no, 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 no. How in how with a roadmap in three to five years, can we replace all this? And I've got six agents underneath me making money and then I'm, spending a month in Italy, a month in so on. And that's where I, you know, one of the greatest goals that I heard that I stole from somebody in one of my masterminds is my goal is to be location independent. Meaning I don't want Mm -hmm. to have to be anywhere, right? Because I mean, like, I don't have to, like you have to be here because I find joy and how creative you can be away from those spaces, right? And, you know, we've talked Kayla about, doing like Airbnb things up there and all sorts of stuff. And, and I love that. And so, you know, what, um, what is the first route like to start? Is it to sell new construction or like create your own and sell it or move into one? Or what do you think? Uh,
3: I think uh, right now me and a general contractor talking about partnering up and building a few spec homes. Mm -hmm. He only wants to do like two or three a year. I want to do 20. So. As soon as I figure that out, we're, we're, I mean, I'm ready to hit the ground running on that mm-hmm. um, new construction here is very prevalent.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: the other side of that is people are either building from scratch where they're flipping. And you told me flipping is not the most fun. So I would prefer to stay away from it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, no. And new construction is what I love
1: Okay. See, this is where we can hit it right on the head. I'm obsessed with new construction because you can control the process from start to finish, and you're not trying to buy mm-hmm. the house that 20 other people are trying to buy. And yeah. and if you figure out all the details, you can get the system. You can get the costs kind of fixed, and then the mm-hmm. higher you buy, the lower the costs go. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Oh that being said, is the builder is the builder going to listen to this Facebook? Uh, is he going to listen to it?
2: maybe i mean i'm sure we'll share it maybe yeah.
1: i don't know all uh, i'm saying all i'm saying is any, all i'm saying is i like to date before we get married right we we've we
3: dated a little
1: yeah well no all i'm saying is my goal <laughs> in life is to let the business drive the scale right so the business drives the scale so if we do 3 homes and it's like man this is great well then let's you know but like let's cuz yeah let's see what we're doing because uh, there's a great book called rocket fuel uh, and it's about visionaries and integrators and, and it's just how two people's partnerships teamed up working in the right skill set of what they do can explode into uh, great. Cause my business partner in the Airbnb business, he loves spreadsheets and he loves tax codes and I don't want to do I don't even know what that is, nor do I want to touch it. So I just like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think between the two of y'all, you have a, a very good dynamic of, of making that happen.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm sending you a request so I can put us back on my computer because my arm's about to fall off.
1: Okay. I, I accepted <laughs> it. Send it again.
3: Okay. Just heads up. That's what that is. <laughs> Hayden's going to take Take us away.
1: So, so ultimately, so it's, it's interesting because there is going to be debt paid off and then you're going to feel the You're going to feel the the pressure from that gone, so then it's really going to be about how you create long-term wealth, which is kind of a misnomer because what we view as wealth and what we view as income are two totally different things. And I think that's where people get it messed up, is they don't understand that wealth is accumulated by you making money when you're not when you're not working, right? Because, you know, you could have, um,
3: uh, so
1: So so the internet doesn't work in Tyler. No, 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 (laughs) no, you're fine. I got it. I got it. So what I'm saying is what people don't understand is there's a difference between income and wealth. And wealth is generated from making money when you're sleeping, or money combining, combining, or compounding on compounding. And what I mean by that is, I don't give a crap if you're making 400k a year. If you're not generating long-term wealth, then then you could get your leg hurt. COVID could hit. You know all these things, and I think that's I think that's what woke people up. Is like, yeah, a jobs great, but we don't know where that job could end. We don't know where Keller. Well, there's so many
2: different factors that come into a job too, right? Because when you, when you're working for someone or for an entity, like it, I mean, you know, people have different opinions than other people. You get sick of it. You, you lose that, that interest in it. And um, when you do something for yourself and your money's making money, you know, there's no limit to that. You're not tied down. It's just that, you know, It's kind of like the same thing of like being in a restaurant, you know, Mm -hmm. you're in a restaurant you're making good money, but you don't leave those, you know, four walls that you're in.
1: Yeah. And I would be interested, maybe if you could take a couple minutes as we wrap it up, Hayden, you manage a lot of agents. You oversee a lot of new people coming in the game. There's a lot of people that I coach that are getting their license right now. What would you say just from your experience that they should be focused on right out of the gate? In the first ninety days, you know, what are the what are the things that are going to move the mo- the needle for them the most? Um, lead
2: generation, right? Being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Um, a lot of people get into the industry and they think that um, all they're going to make a ton of money, and they see agents, you know, driving extremely nice cars that are leased and that it's a facade. And so you come in with this idea that you're gonna make all this money. Well, you absolutely can make a lot of money. Um, You have to lead generate daily. I suggest at least three hours, whatever that looks like for you. Um, If it's reaching out to other agents and doing agent to agent referrals or or planning out your open houses for the week, calling for self owners, expireds, um, just figuring out what works for you. And um, if that means throwing a lot of stuff against the wall, when something sticks, increase it, right? Um, and then just, uh, lead with revenue. Don't get into the industry and spend a ton of money. Um, you're already in the red when you get in, you've paid for classes, you paid to join your local board for the MLS. So right out of the gate, you're probably 4k, um, in the red one still is going to get you in the black. Uh, just focus on those, like Kayla said, the free forms of lead generation, um, and talk, you know, figure out who the top producer is in your office and talk to them. Um, you know especially with a, with a company like Keller Williams, our culture is one of the main things that I love. And, you know, there's enough business to go around. Um, everybody's there to help you. Right. And then, um, if you are thinking about getting in the industry or you are like, give me a call. I'm super transparent. I'm extremely honest. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't easy for me. It was very difficult. And the only time that you lose is when you give up. As long as you get back up and keep going, I mean, you can achieve
1: anything, honestly. Mm-hmm. And and something that's super important is that I think if you were to look at yourself in the mirror and what I tell, challenge people most of the time is you might think you're all in, but I, maybe you're not. And what I mean by that is if you go all in for 90 days and you make you know your health and your business a priority, let's say you're single, let's say you don't have kids, and you go all in, I guarantee you after those 90 days, you're going to be a lot farther ahead than you were. Um, but there's a lot of people putting one foot in and one foot out and, 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 yeah. claim, and claiming they're all in, which is, yes.
2: And I mean, honestly, like when you put yourself to the fire, like when I got my license, I had no other choice. I didn't have a college degree. I hadn't done anything else in my life other than being in a restaurant. Um, and really the only way to go up from there was to own a restaurant and, that's not something that I, I, I'm fine with owning it, but I won't work in it. Um, that's not something that I plan on doing ever again. And so real estate had to, it had to work mm-hmm. and I made it work mm-hmm. because it, it had to like, it was yeah. our ticket out of there. You know what I mean?
1: No, for sure. <laughs> and, and what about you, Kayla? What would you tell all the young agents? Because, you know, I, I meet a lot of moms that were sitting on the couch and they're like, I need to make some money. And they, they YouTube like, how to make money in real estate and like wholesaling or an agent came up and here they are, you know, selling four or five houses a month. And, you know, I I think that a lot of people like question what can be done and I'm not saying it has to be your everything, but you know, you could sell five to, you know, 12 houses, 10 houses a year and and really uh, change the trajectory of the family. dynamic. I mean, when I,
3: when I started, it was a little rough, but I mean, like Hayden said, my my advice is just don't give up. Just keep trying. Nobody's going to hold your hand. It's something. The whole business is a, like a lot of trial and error and learn as you go. So just barrel through it. I love <laughs> Ask it. Ask top producers for help.
1: Well, we Call know how minute. that's how I do life. It's just barrel through yeah. it. So yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just jump.
1: Well, guys, if anybody wanted to find out about you, how do they contact y'all? Um, you can go
2: you can find Kayla's uh real estate group. We're always down for uh we call it R and D, rip off and duplicate. That's another thing And that's real life and real estate. Um you can <laughs> find us on Facebook at Riggs Property Group. She's also got um, an Instagram. Um if you want to reach me directly, you can uh, email me at Hayden H A D E N dot Riggs R I G G S at KW.com. Um I've I've always got my email with me. So if you have any questions or anything or uh, um need business coaching or anything like that. I mean I I sit down with my agents constantly and help them make more money. So I love stuff like that. I'm all about it.
3: At Agent Riggs, at agent Kayla Riggs on Instagram.
2: On Instagram. And I
1: wanna I wanna I'm gonna tell a story as we go out here because and I told it on your team call. You know, he didn't he didn't buy the houses for me. He didn't sell me the houses. But you know, to this day, twelve years later you know, I owe so much to to Hayden. You know, he was working at this model shop uh, called uh, Perla's down on Austin. And uh, I was, uh, he said, Austin, you need to come work here. These servers are making a killing. And I was like, no, I'm good, man. I'm right where I need to be. And he said, no, I don't think you understand. You need to come in here for an interview. Uh, and that restaurant changed my financial everything. I mean, I was making $32,000 every four months, you know, and it really allowed me to put, uh, I stopped, I sold my car. I was taking the bus. I was, I was literally would like leave for a month and then come back and I would make like, I was making like $35,000 a shot, and it allowed me to save up like 39 grand and buy my first two houses, guys. And so remember that relationships are everything, and it really is somebody that he put me in front of something. And yes, I had to go do the work, but he gave me the opportunity. And when he gave me the opportunity, I stepped up and, and, and took full advantage of it. It really allowed me, um, more importantly, like allowed me to wait on extremely, a lot of rich people. And, <laughs> and, 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 and when Austin was exploding, so it was kind of a, a combination of a, a bunch of different things. And it, it really allowed me to talk to a lot of people that had money that traveled and, and made me think about what I wanted to do. And, you know, it really is about proximity as power guys. And when you're in the room with these people and you're, you know, water finds its level, you know, you really have to get in the room with people that are smarter than you and, and farther along. And, and they'll really, um, you know, they'll really help you. So no, I wanted to share that story so everybody understood that, that we all start somewhere and you never know what Amen. opportunity is going to be available. And I just wanted to thank you all so much for coming on here, guys. And make sure you share this episode with your friends and send it out to everybody. And thank, y'all so so welcome, thank you all so much. You're so welcome, brother. Thank you, Austin.
2: We love you, brother. We love
1: you. Love you guys. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.